0: to become yourself
1: welcome to creating a buzz about health podcast with paula carnell hello 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 so welcome to the latest episode of creating a buzz about health and I mean, I'm always excited when I have a guest, but I have a very, very special guest with me today, Sarah Orachia, who set up and runs um, Unbelievable Health, which are these incredible health products, which I've been taking for a number of years now. I can't even remember how I heard about them, but so, Sarah, welcome.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me. It's really fun to be here.
1: Oh, it is. And, you know, we've always got so much to talk about. And, um, you know, I know that there's so many angles we can go on this episode. But for people who don't know you um, or the products, would you like to just give us a brief history of what you do and what the products are that you have?
0: Sure. Um, Yeah. So basically, we produce uh, a range of plant based supplements based on products that bees make and then we blend them with herbs and plants that bees pollinate. So um, we make things for immunity, energy, sleep, anxiety, and so it's combining things like propolis, bee pollen, royal jelly, and then with different types of herbs, sort of all an all-in-one sort of targeted supplement type of thing.
1: Wow. So how did you get into this? I mean, what in your life happened that you got into bees and then into making supplements because it's not an easy job, is it?
0: Yeah, no, it's pretty random. Um you know, I grew up my father was always very into natural medicine and herbs and um you know, didn't want to take any um medicines or anything unless he really needed them. I mean, we had a whole pantry in our house it was full of Uh, supplements and herbs. Anyways, he got older, and you know, it all became a pantry for candies and cookies. But anyway, when I grew up, it was really all about trying to be healthy and eat well and taking the right sort of herbs and supplements. So it's sort of in my background. And then for a while, I was living between London and New York, and I used to get sick all the time without fail. I was just always ill. So I started speaking to different nutritionists to sort of try to work out um, certain ingredients that were best to reinforce your immune system and things that wouldn't stimulate it or tax it. Like, you know, certain ingredients like echinacea, you can't take all the time or whatever. So it was funny. I, I, and I always really loved bees. And I found it really interesting that, that a number of the, most of the nutritionists I spoke to, um, kept mentioning bee propolis. And then, and then a few of them mentioned several of, of the same ingredients like elderberry and olive leaf or whatever. So I sort of thought, well, why don't I try to take these things together? So, you know, in those days I started the business maybe about 10 or 12 years ago. In those days, it was often you'd buy single ingredients. I was buying single ingredients of all these things, which were quite costly and, um, and taking them and buying really good quality propolis. And all of a sudden I just wasn't getting sick anymore and it was such a revelation, and I thought weirdly, I'd always wanted to have a supplement company, and so I thought, well, I, I don't want to, you know, I never wanted a supplement company where it was like, oh, you know, these are just great supplements, get myself buy my supplements. I really wanted something with a with a higher purpose, and um, the bee thing, I was just so fascinated by bees, and so I thought, what a great thing to marry because these bee products are so synergistic with some of these herbs that they pollinate, which have a lot of studies behind their use and, and have really proven benefits, um, you know, you can combine these, make it convenient, put everything in one box or one product, and then donate a part of the sales to be causes. And um, yeah, so that's how I started it with, with really very little, you know, very few contacts in the industry, but, you know, I was very determined and um, made it happen somehow.
1: Oh, my gosh. And so you're based in England now, aren't you? Yeah,
0: yeah, I've been there. I mean, I moved here when I was 19. And, you know, we li- we moved to New York for a couple of years. But, yeah, I've been for, here for a long time. It's based, it's based here and produced here, everything.
1: So your father, he was a real influence then in the sort of the natural health and, and quite unusual because... Well, yeah, you know, I suppose since the sort of 40s or 50s, there's been this move away from natural health. So where yeah, about... America. Yeah, so where where were you growing up and where was
0: he well, from? I grew up in the Deep South. I grew up in Mississippi. And I think that was quite unusual. Um, but, you know, he was... I remember one day one of the funniest things he showed me because he was reading all these natural health magazines. And he once showed me this thing. He said, look what look what this says. This is great. And it was, it was an older couple in the swimming pool or, I don't know, ski, you know, water skiing or doing something. And it said, 80 is the new 40. (laughs) And he was like, you know, if you, if you eat well and you, you know, take care of yourself with these types of natural remedies, you know, maybe 80 will be the new 40. And so, yeah, he was very interesting. He was very into all of that. Wow, wow.
1: No, and that's, you know, I think we we underestimate the impact that our parents have on us and and that environment. And, and then you take it for granted, you know, if you're given a bit of elderberry syrup in the winter, and, you know, and that just becomes normal. And then it's when you've left home, and you get sick, and you start thinking, what, why am I getting sick now? You know, why wasn't I getting sick when I was younger? And it's those little things, isn't it? It's
0: interesting. And he had a lot of great advice too. just even with starting the business, because I didn't really know, you know, I knew one or two people in the industry. I didn't, I mean, I knew nutritious. I didn't, I'd run businesses before, but he was, he was, he was very excited about it. And he said, you ask people, people that, you know, they, they can be complete strangers. Anyone you think you can get the knowledge from, he was an entrepreneur. He's like, just go to them and ask them for help. And I was like, that's so embarrassing. You know, I can't do that. And he said, well, for every 10 people you ask, probably eight of them will tell you to get lost. One of them won't really be that interested, but might be semi-polite. And then that last person might really, really help you out. And honestly, I mean, that's really how I did it, was asking for help. And it's, you know, I think certain people get, are, are flattered. And so it was great. I mean, I had a lot of help and it was, um, you know, it's been really fun actually. And being involved with bees, it's, it's been great.
1: So how did you find the bees or how did you find the, the bee products? You know, I know you said you've asked people, but to go from running normal businesses or having normal work and then getting into the bee world, you know, as as we both know, the bee world is this incredible place with it is a small community, but it is around the globe. So how did you tap into that?
0: Well, I think I just got really lucky. I mean, first of all, the, the ingredients are so important because most supplements, I mean, it's all marketing. And, you know, if you really look at what's in there, forget about all the things they add, the fillers, the bulking agents, all that, the active ingredient amount is usually quite low. And then the quality level is not always great. And what I noticed with most supplements is it was mostly synthetics. You know, they'd say, Oh, immune support or energy or whatever is vitamin B, vitamin C, what all that sort of stuff. So, um, I, I felt and I was working with a team of nutritionists and some people from the health industry when when I started and the most important thing for me was the quality because it's you know when you're saying something is you know going to give you energy or it's going to help you to de-stress or what this is not a multivitamin that you take for 2 weeks and you don't really know whether or not it's working but you're still taking it you know, you're going to tell right away Mm -hmm. whether or not it works. So you have got to use the best quality possible. So um, we started to look around to see where we could really source really good ingredients. And, um, you know, the main suppliers that we buy from are in Spain. And they just have really great stuff. And I sampled it. and, And I just felt like they were, they were really adamant about What's going in those ingredients? Like, for instance, everything that they buy in, they really analyze. Like, the guy told me, our account manager once has told me they or they ordered in a bunch of pomegranate extract. He's like, oh, it, it was gorgeous, you know, this gorgeous color and it smelled good, good. And but you know, we still analyze all this stuff. He's like, there was no pomegranate in there or very little. I, he said, I don't know what it was. You know, it did have ascorbic acid, it did have vitamin C, but he's like. You know, it was a new supplier, but it sounded... Everyone wanted pomegranate. So we, you know, got the... He's like, we couldn't use it. So, you know, I like that about that company because they're really making sure that what they sell is really good quality. And in fact, we had a UK manufacturer that um, even... They even make their own supplements with propolis. And I was like, well, you know, maybe you should use some of your propolis or whatever. Are you okay with using ours? And they were like, you know, to be honest, like this is such great quality. Like, why don't we just use the one that that you're providing? So, um, yeah, it's it's that's everything, you know, is what goes in it, is the ingredients. It just has to be the best. And then the the pollen comes from the most amazing place. Um, it's actually it's actually um, they they mostly do honey, really incredible organic honey which I always loved. And then I found out that they produced uh, organic bee pollen. And so we did a giveaway with them once with Planet Organic. So uh, giving away a trip to go and visit this bee farm. So I thought it was only the right thing to do to go and visit the bee farm myself just to make sure it wasn't awful, which I knew it wasn't going to be. And so it's up in the north of Spain in Galicia. And my God, it was so beautiful. And we tasted the pollen. They said, "Oh, do you want to try some some of the pollen that we just harvested?" And they, you know, they freeze everything right after they harvest it. And so they were just bringing out these spoonfuls, and it was all different colors because some of the trees are chestnut, and you know, it's all these different types of trees. So it's just this rainbow of yellows. And, oh my God, it was just delicious. I mean, it's really amazing, luxury, top line bee pollen. So that's what we use. For our bee pollen, and it's just you know, it's great. We have people trying to sell us bee pollen and propolis and stuff all the time, and we're just like, I don't know, we're,
1: we're fine. Yeah, it's finding the right source is just so important. And you know, as I've learned with honey, the amount of adulteration in honey, and it is frightening how how well they can um, confuse people, you know, and and how they can even get through some of the chemical tests to. To make it look like it's honey, and this is why you need all these different laboratories. You need different ways of testing, and you know, as as we're speaking now, I'm in Bologna, ready for the exam tomorrow. The exams start tomorrow for the honey sensory analysts, and and. You know, it's incredible how you could smell a honey and think, oh, yeah, that's going to be amazing. And that is a true honey. And then you taste it. And it's like, no, it's it's not honey. Just like the pomegranate juice you're talking about.
0: It's well, I've learned so much from you and your honey tastings and all your videos. And it's I've been so grateful because, honestly, I've always adored honey. And my my whole outlook on it has really changed because I, I don't think people realize, I mean, What is it? I think it's like 80 percent of all the commercial honey and grocery stores and, you know, this mass produced stuff is literally like corn syrup and other stuff. So, you know, really good honey. Like anything you have to you have to make sure you have the real deal
1: you do you do and it yeah it is a minefield and i suppose it's the same with your industry as well because the supplements industry i mean i keep hearing statistics about health and well-being and how it's you know the new big growth industry and everybody's wanting to be healthy which is great but again it's like our food people have got so used to handing over trust to somebody so if you have a store that you buy all your food from and then they start selling supplements there is an assumption that it's all safe and natural and as you were saying earlier as well about the amount of synthetic ingredients and I think people just don't have an idea at all that it, I mean if you see something like elderberry you can't imagine that there would be a synthetic version I don't know if there is but you know with
0: with well, you know, all different parts and different you know the black elderberry is really the super effective one but you know you you can just you know you get these very poor imitations that have a lot of excipients and things mixed in and you know you just have to be so careful i mean we had so we use um a, a really great manufacturer gmp good manufacturing practices which is a very difficult accreditation to get and you know they really the quality control has to be very high and if they catch anything you know, if anything goes amiss, you you could lose your license. But um, so for a while we were using someone else as a backup because we thought let's get someone as a backup. And they did very good reputation. I mean, I liked them a lot or whatever. Um, but anyhow, uh, we got a we got one of our immune batches back, the one that has the propolis in it, and one of my colleagues and I, you know, we we like got them out and we're like really have much smell because you know propolis has that very strong aromatic mm-hmm. smell and and they were quite light the capsules and we were like mm, yeah this isn't this isn't right you know and we were due to test them anyway and we knew there was going to be a problem with that batch because if the smell was not there you want you know it, like hit you in the face yeah but we had it analyzed oh my gosh I mean they had put I think each ta- capsule is supposed to have 150 milligrams of propolis, which is an extract. So it's more like a thousand milligrams, but 150 of the extract. And I think, I I think there was nothing in there. There was maybe like two milligrams. They just left it out. Oh my gosh. That's
1: frightening, isn't it? Yeah. So I
0: think this is why, and you see a lot of stuff, you see a lot of great looking stuff, supplements on Amazon and on TikTok and on Instagram and you know, all the influencers and this and that. And it's very compelling and beguiling. And, ooh, look at that lovely packaging or whatever. But it's not the marketing. You know, you've got to be really sure of what you're getting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Funny. Yeah. I mean, I think I first um, found yours through Bees for Development. I think, was it the Garden oh, Party? Yes, maybe. Oh, yes. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah. So the, you're saying about your your giving back to be charity. So which are the charities that you support and how do you how do you do that?
0: Well, I would say they're my, one of the main ones. And I just, there's something about their, you know, it's so holistic. The whole, they're up to so many different things. And I think it's so wonderful. And the founder, Nicola, has been doing this, as you know, with 30 years or whatever it is quietly going along you know this tiny little powerhouse moving mountains i just find it fascinating um that they go and train people around the world and all the stories of you know i I mean convincing illegal poachers to stop killing animals and to become beekeepers instead i mean how can you not be charmed by that i mean one day i think if ever i you know, whenever I have a bit more time, I'd love to get more involved with them, you know, and sort of go out and about on some of their trips. But um
1: oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: and we've donated to, you know, things like bee research and things like that over the years and, and British beekeepers. But bees for development is probably the main one that we donate to and try to support and raise awareness with them and get involved with some of the things that they do. So it's, re- it's really fun. Oh. And I think it's amazing that that the queen is their president and became <laughs> the president years ago. And I, you know, I was asking them, I was like, well, I wonder what's gonna happen now. Yeah. She's the president. So I it's think it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. She you know, and, you know, and King Charles are both beekeepers, so
1: yeah. And yes. the fact that when she had only been crowned for what a, a week or so, that she then came to the bees for development garden party you know as a queen and um yeah yeah perhaps a month they do love bees and bees have obviously called you in so do you look now when you were ill between when you're traveling between London and New York and you were getting ill do you see that now as a gift you know what what did you have to give up what was the the challenge you know you were ill but we all know that if you're gonna um try and really heal a chronic condition, then it's gotta be worse than the treatment, hasn't it? You know, you, you've got right. to sort of make that decision that okay, something's gotta change. So do you wanna talk a bit more about what you were doing before and how you had that transition?
0: Yeah, I just think it was um I think in life if you allow yourself to get really overwhelmed and burn burned out and you don't have a balance. I think it can impact immunity. And I think, you know, we lived here for a long time and living in New York, I was working and, and it was just, it was really intense. And I had two young daughters and it was just, just full on all the time. And, um, and then also going back and forth to see my parents who were starting to get a bit elderly and unwell and whatnot. And um, yeah, so then we were, we were going to move back to London. And that's when I thought about a year before we moved, I, I really knew I always wanted to have a supplement company like this. And, and it was so great because I'd always loved bees. And I just, so there was a lot of planning. I mean, that's how I kind of pulled it off. I just, I thought that last year I was in New York, I sort of thought, okay, so for me to start this, because I I didn't want to have to go out and get investors and go through all that. So I thought, you know, and I was working a, in a job where it was a commission type thing and whatnot. And I thought, okay, this is what I have to earn to start this business um, on my own and be able to give up work for a couple of years and not have to have my husband or family help out. And so, you know, I was just pedal to the metal and had a figure. And, you know, I think when you put something on the wall and you tell yourself, that's what I'm going to do often you end up doing that if you set your mind to it. So it was funny. The figure I came up with was ex- almost exactly the amount that I earned that year. So um, so then we moved and, it, you know, I started. But, you know, these things always take longer than you think. I mean, in hindsight, I sort of think, well, if I had gone down that route and gotten investors, it, you know, it would have happened a little quicker. But I don't know. It's been fine because it allowed me to sort of, still spend time with my parents and family and have a bit different sort of calmer kind of life so well and also
1: if you've retained control haven't you because if you've got investors they're probably looking at supplements and saying well how can we increase the profit margin or how can we sell more of them and why are you being so fussy about your suppliers
0: that's a good point I I noticed that when when I did because I've had different investors come to me over the years and people that wanted to buy the business or whatever. But, you know, there was often that, well, well, let's see, you know, if you would just add this and you could reduce the amounts and you need to put in this and, you know, you can get your cost of goods down to whatever. And, you know, I just thought, no, this is, this is not what I want. You know, that that's, mm-mm. and then, you know, you've got, no. So I never, I never went that route, but mm-hmm. I, You know, listen, I I think now about other things that I'd love to do other products. And, you know, we have different things in development, which would be very interesting. And I I do think, you know, maybe these types of things happen faster, of course, with investors. But I'm not, you know, I'd be more interested in someone that's like, uh, you know, like a strategic partnership or someone that's more like a more. Values led business investor collaborator type of thing. Someone who's sort of more on the same you know wavelength, and he's going to respect all that stuff of sticking with the quality and the and the values that we started off with, instead of just trying to, you know, eke out eke out more profit or, you know, yeah.
1: I do feel that in the corporate world it is changing, and that the the importance of having company values are really becoming more spoken about you know it it never used to be mentioned did it about a company's values you know now it's everything and it's about making sure that your team share the values that even your clients you know it's not working with people that don't share the values because you don't want to have that kind of stress of dealing with people that don't understand why you're doing what you're doing so it's it's really exciting times I think yeah. so as a mum did your first products I mean which was the one you came up with first or did you just think okay well, or were, were the immune
0: products and we had um we had a chewable one which I thought was delicious my goodness we must have been through 15 different flavors and oh my god I I thought they were absolutely delicious a lot of people love them but you know a chewable is something a child is gonna take. And so children, we discovered that children are not exactly huge fans of propolis. <laughs> so we okay. ended up discontinuing that one. But so so we started with those. And so we have a, a daily one and then a more a max strength one. But they're but they're fine for children. What you can do with the capsules is you can you can open them and put them in juices and smoothies and all that sort of stuff. Oh, that's nice. that's what we started off with was the were the immunity ones.
1: And so did you test them out on your own children, you know, when you you were sort of formulating ingredients?
0: Well, they were probably too young at that. Well, I mean, I did a little bit, but then I, of course they, you know, I mean, every kid likes to miss school, right? I mean, they come up with all sorts of excuses. And (laughs) I was like, okay, just step over here, please. And um, they really miss very little school. And then, um. Yeah, I did test it. You know, we had this um it was a nutritionist and she was involved with the health store who was she used to get in touch because she said, you know, these the daily immune one, we give it give them to children who have these viral infections. I'd never even heard of this, but molluscum, you know, which is like you get these little, they're not like warts, but it's like a virus. You get these little children get them all over their skin, right? Mm-hmm. And so she was selling a lot of it for that. And I realized I looked at the studies for some of the ingredients and they had been used to treat that condition. So my daughter got it when she was about seven, we were living in Spain briefly for like six months. And I noticed she had this thing and I remember that. So it's like, Oh, I'm going to give her that. So I was giving it to her every day. And honestly, it was amazing how quickly it cleared it up. So, you know, I was with them. I was always, giving and and then things like you know for exams when they were going through GCSEs and A levels and you know you get stressed you have a lot of students who take the bcom for those things or the energized to stay alert that they you know i was like here take it to school. they they would take these boxes and put them in the in the coffee room or, the stu- you know the student room or whatever i'm they're probably tired of hearing about my vitamins now but they oh, still use them
1: well, it's funny because when we started having yours in my little hive workshop, and you know we've got a little hive shop, but we're not on a high street or anything. We're just part of a um, a farming supply complex. So, um, so it is actually mainly my my team, my queen bees, the girls that all work with me, and we're all hooked. We started off on the the daily defense because I started taking the daily defense when I started traveling about a bit more. And particularly in the last few years, you know, we're all more conscious about um, immunity. Sure. And I thought and I know about elderberry. And if I have time, I try and make my own elderberry cordial. But I don't like the sugar, you know, so it's thinking, yes. how do I make a cordial without using sugar? And, and <laughs> so it doesn't get mold on it. So there was all these things going on. And then I thought, oh, well, I'll just start taking the daily immune when I travel. And then, as as I suppose most people find, when you when you fly, or when you are working away, and your whole time clock is out, it's quite common to have a cold afterwards, you just get run down, whether it's the tiredness, or the air, or mixing with lots of people. So then I started taking the max strength one, but just when I'm away, and I just couldn't believe it, it just makes such a difference, you know, and as you were saying earlier about you take these, and you
0: notice straight away. Well, I mean, I think people think, you have to take a vitamin for two or three weeks to see an effect. That I mean, we made them really strong. Like if you you don't have to take them every day, but like the, the either one of those immune. I, if you feel something brewing, you just take a few, and usually after a couple of days, it should knock it on the head. Oh,
1: yeah, it's amazing. But you're not suppressing it; you're actually boosting your body's own way of fighting things. Well, Bea, yeah. um my lovely Bee, who helps with the podcast here. She um, she started getting them and taking them home. And her husband was um, – he works in hospitality, so he was getting run down. So she then started giving him the max strength and going, right, you just have to take this. And he was like, oh, I don't want to have to take this. And Anyway, in the end, he took one. And now he asks for me. He says, where are my B pills?
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny.
1: <laughs> so I think, you know, any test of a supplement is if a husband starts asking for them because, you know <laughs> – Trying to yes. get them. my big challenge is getting Greg to drink enough water. I, I don't know why he just went drink water, but you know, no I,
0: one likes to be told, especially the uh, husband by the wife. I've discovered sometimes you say the opposite,
1: they need somebody else's wife to tell them, don't they? And yes. then it's like, no idea. <laughs> so. Um, I mean, there must be loads of challenges that you have, just trying to run this and shipping them out. And, I mean, you supply all kinds of shops, don't you, all over? Well, is it the world or the UK? Where do you yeah, make main... we do
0: mostly the UK and Ireland, and, and uh, we sell in Dubai. Um, you know, we, had, we sell in Whole Foods here, and, you know, we always have people trying to get us to sell in America and, you know, different wholesalers and whatnot. And, you know, at this point... You know, I I knew a guy who was sort of a mentor of mine early days, and he had a big British brand and he started selling in America. He was very excited in all these stores. And I was like, How's it going? He said, Well, I never see my wife, I never see my baby. I'm in America the whole time. And, you know, to keep up with all the competition, I mean, you have to be willing to spend, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on marketing or whatever, which is, you know, again, it was one of those things. If I had accepted some of the Im- investment or whatever, we could have done it. But then I just thought, you know, th- this market is big enough. Europe is big enough. Uh, you know, I, do- I don't want to have to be going. You know, he was standing in Whole Foods and doing demos and, you know, in Iowa. You know, so. Oh. so at some point, look, I mean, I would we were we were starting to sell more in Europe, in Germany and Bulgarian places. But then Brexit happened. It just became really. Complicated. There was this glitch. I don't know if you heard about it. It Mike, you probably do. It was just madness. So um, when Brexit kicked in, there was this law that if you sold anything that had an animal product in it, and they considered, you know, even though it's vegetarian propolis and all this, they still considered it an animal product. So we, every order that was sent to Europe, we had to have a veterinary, veterinary veterinarian, come and inspect. Okay, in our warehouse. So it's not like they were going to our manufacturing facility. They had to go to our warehouse, fulfillment warehouse. And so this vet would just drive whatever it was, maybe 45 minutes. It's up in Yorkshire. He'd drive. He would have to, you know, look at the boxes. You know, they're blister packed. They have a three-year shelf life. It's not like we're selling raw chicken feed or, you know, <laughs> beef, beef loin or something. You know, it's like crazy. But this guy would come, and we every time we'd have to pay 250 pounds to this vet to just stand there and look at our boxes. And, um, you know, even he was like, I can't do a Yorkshire accent. But, you know, he's like, you know, an hour ago, I had my hand up some cow's backside delivering calves. And now I'm looking at a box of vitamin supplements. I mean, what is going on? So we sort of got a little... Frustrated. And we decided, no, we're going to, we, we sell a lot in Ireland. So we're like, we're going to stick with Ireland, but the rest of the stuff we're just going to stop. And, you know, um, Fortnum and Mason stopped selling to Europe after breakfast, after Brexit for, for years, they weren't shipping out any orders to Europe. And I, I just read, I think about a month ago, that they've now started selling again in Europe. So, um, you know, we might start doing it too, but for now, yeah, just those places.
1: Oh, so what's your your dream? You know, what what do you see happening in the next sort of three or five years? Or what, you know, if if I could wave a magic wand, you know, what what would you like to see happen or, you know, how well, would you like to support the charities or
0: what would you like to see happen? Well, we've we've got a couple of really interesting um supplements and development and then concepts for other products in development that are really innovative and different um, mainly around Propolis which I think could just be absolute game changers, um, which I'd love to get out but I think we would we would probably need some sort of strategic partner or collaborator to help us with that um, and then yeah I mean I really you know we had, we had someone who was very interested in the business who really wanted to take it more global, which it, it ended up not happening, but I, you know, I would love to see it more of an international type brand. Um, And I, I think probably working with somebody else to do, you know, it's, it's great. I mean, it grows every year. It's, it's been profitable for a long time. It's really fun. So I'm happy sort of as is, but you know, it would be fun to sort of kick things up a bit. And I think if I did have, uh, you know, a collaborator or someone that was more involved, then, and I would have a bit more time, then I, I would love to get more involved either, but with, with a charity like Bees for Development or becoming a beekeeper or just getting, cause that's really my real passion is um I'd love to get a little bit more involved in that.
1: Mm. Oh, that would be lovely. I could see you doing this honey training as well because you just love your honeys, don't you? I with honey.
0: I mean, I always think, I mean, you've given me so many great honey suggestions and a lot of people tell us like, you should sell honey, you know, why don't you procure this, you know, really amazing Mm -hmm. honey, which, you know, like you, I'm a big believer. I want to only honey where I know the bees have not been fed sugar in the winter. And so, you know, it's sort of hard to find that type of honey. And, you know, but then I think, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'd sell, you know, a limited sort of amount of honey someday. But, um, yeah, I'd love to get more involved in the whole bee side of things one day. Mm.
1: And, well, I mean, it would be interesting to know about your customers because there must be, you know, hundreds, thousands of people that are having your supplements who are now getting interested in bees because or, – or maybe they're buying it and not realising it is unbelievable health. They're just thinking – although it's be prepared, you've got bees on there. I mean, I wonder if people are really seeing that
0: connection. They, they are, they are. It's interesting. I mean, you know, in any business, you have these days sometimes where you just think, oh my God, you know, what, what have I done? I'm so tired. This is, you know, why did I ever start this? Whatever, you know, once in a blue moon, I think everybody probably thinks that. And then you get, I mean, for me, I find we get, We get emails, you know, a couple of pretty interesting emails every week, and I even sometimes get letters, and I've saved them. and It's just fascinating, and some of them are really, really sweet, and they talk about, you know, how these things have really helped them or really changed their lives, or changed their health, or made things much better. And you know, it just makes it kind of all worth it. And a lot of it is is them talking about. The bee products because those really are the hero ingredients, and it's and saying that it's really made them become more interested in bees and learn more about bees and get more involved. And I used to get, in fact, I have to write to her. I haven't heard from her in a while, and probably a year and a half. But I used to get um, letters every now and then from this woman who was an elderly woman who lived somewhere out in I don't know Devon or Cornwall or somewhere who was taking care of her husband who had. Um, dementia. And she's like, I'm, I'm his caregiver and I'm pretty old and it's really tiring. And I'm, you know, I get sick and I have low energy and I've been taking these products and they've really helped. And I just wanted to write you a letter and tell you, thank you. And I give my husband the be energized and, you know, he's sort of fading, but it gives him, you know, it makes him a little bit more alert and it makes, you know, it gives him a little more energy or whatever. It was just it was just really sweet. And so everyone's had cinder some every now and then. And yeah. you know, it, it, so it's things like that. I think I think people are just in general, um, you know, a lot of people are talking about bees and bee products. And if you just look at the stats of the sales year on year of bee products, that there's really a growing trend and a lot of interest and in honey as well. People are becoming much more educated about honey and yeah. willing Hey, I mean one of the things that's always shocked me really about honey is really good quality honey. Why is it not more expensive? Mm-hmm. Look at all the work the bees are doing and the beekeepers are doing. Um you should if you know that's really good quality honey, why would you not pay more for it? This stuff is a delicacy. So mm-hmm. I think people are now I see now that you know people are becoming a little more selective about the bee products they buy and the, you know, questioning how sustainable it is and is it responsibly sourced? Um, And that's good. That's good that people are questioning that and demanding better, better stuff.
1: Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. And I just, that's what I find so exciting is it's like the bees are, are calling in, they're being called in, they're finding people like you to sort of help, share the magic and the healing that for thousands of years bees have been healing people and we just need to find a way for people to connect and you know modern medicine is all about having pills and you know you've you've nailed it you know you've managed to sort of combine them with the best herbs and it and you know it's safe isn't it you don't need to I mean, like this this lady who's giving her husband, you know, the energizing ones. It's not like giving some other certain blue pills where you can have nasty side effects. Right. You know, I mean, She's
0: able to... I'm not you know. American. You look at, it's like every advertisement is a pharmaceutical medication. And of course, everyone needs certain, you know, if you need it, you take it. But you look at the side effects, you know, there's someone skipping through a field of daisies, a family, and they're looking at a butterfly and it's all great, and the sun's shining. And then two seconds later, it's like, beware of the side effects, extreme nausea, diarrhea, depression, potential death. It's like, Oh my God, what is this stuff? I know. You know, I think, and and of course, listen, herbs, herbs also you have to be careful with. I mean, you can't just go out and, you know, dose yourself up with all this stuff. I mean, this is a lot of, I mean, you can go to Kew Gardens and do a tour and they'll show the whole area of medicinal herbs and they will show you that, a lot of those medicinal herbs are used in pharmaceutical medications, So, you know, you have to be careful with them too, but you're not going to have those side effects like you're going to have with some of these hardcore, and I'm not saying you don't need them, but it can't hurt to try certain healthier, or more natural things first. You know, certainly mm-hmm. as a to maintain or to, you know, optimize your health. I mean, oh, one thing about ours, I think I remember, um, you know, someone, someone who's quite well known is sort of quite rude. Once was like, well, why do I need to take your immune products? You know, I have, I have an orange every single day. (laughs) It was like, well, listen, first of all, the soil is depleted. You don't get, it's, you know, it's not the same level of nutrition and fruit and vegetables as you used to get in the days of yore. And, um, so what we really try to do is get ingredients that you don't usually find in a regular diet or multivitamin. So even no matter how healthy you are, you know some of these things like passion flower extract or you know um, olive leaf and reishi mushrooms. You know you're not going to get that in a in a regular diet. Yes. But there are there's so many wonderful things out there that can really improve health that you're just not going to get every day.
1: Yeah, and humans used to sort of travel around and trade and have a much more varied diet. Right. Whereas now, you know, we're leading busy lives and you get into that routine of, you sure. know, be on a Monday and, you know, whatever, and you you go through your week. And if you actually add up the variety of fruits and vegetables you have, it's really quite small. And yes. we need tiny amounts from a bit of everything. And, you know, not everyone's got passion flowers growing in their garden, <laughs> you know, yeah. they can they can harvest to help them sleep so yeah it's it's really um yeah, and I, yeah, I just love what you're doing. I love the fact that they're all so natural because I am a completely natural person. I don't take anything that's that's not natural. So you know, here I am traveling and I've got my bee rested. So last night, because the flight was delayed, I was able to take a bee rested and I had a good night's sleep. I've got the energy and focus, which I don't take very often because I'm normally buzzing and I don't need more energy. But if I if I have a bad night's sleep, then that's the one to have. And of course the immune boosters, because I just know I've got to be healthy for this. Cause when you're healthy, when your body's not trying to fight something else, you can function, can't you? You know, it's just makes so much sense. Oh. Well, Sarah, I have just loved chatting to you. I have loved getting to know you and I'm sure there's a lot that we can carry on talking about. And I'm really excited about your new products. So I can't wait to hear about those. So when you've got them, you're going to have to come back on and, and share the details. Definitely. Well,
0: I always love speaking with you, Paula. Honestly, we could just go on for hours. I, I love everything that you're about and all the stuff that you do. And I've learned so much from you. So it's I'm really happy to be here. It's been great to speak to you
1: oh wonderful thank you well i think we're all part of the hive mind aren't we we're all sort of sharing our little bits that the bees are sharing with us okay well i hope that everyone i'm sure everyone's enjoyed this and if you have then share it with anyone you think who would like to know a bit more about bee health and um yeah give us a follow write a review you know let us know what else you want to know more about and um, just carrying on creating a buzz about health. So until next time, goodbye. I love that you've been listening to my podcast. Thank you so much. I am delighted to have the wonderful Brook helping me with editing and um, producing this podcast. So if you've enjoyed it, do share it around and connect with me on social media, Instagram, LinkedIn and my website so thank you very much and bye for now
0: you have to become yourself join us next time on on creating a buzz about health podcast with paula carnell buzz you later